What's going on, everybody? This is Red. <laughs> oh my gosh, it has been such a long week. This is Dan, aka Red. I hope y'all are having a wonderful, wonderful day and soon to be a wonderful weekend. Um, like I said, I was I was aiming for um, eight o'clock. I know I started a little bit later than I wanted to, but. I came close. I came very, very close to my time frame. Um, did just about a 13-hour workday today. Right now, this week so far, I got just about 70 hours of uh, work, working. So, been going nonstop. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, before we get into anything, um, i just like to talk about, you know, life in general and different things going on in the world and whatnot and uh you know stuff just going back even uh really two years ago two you know two and a half years ago um right before COVID even started right around the time it started I should say uh, I was listening to Tony Merkel from the confessionals um in Hammerlane Legends shout out uh to his podcast that he did the special podcast on COVID and, and just lining stuff up from that till today, it was uh, very interesting to just to, just to think over. It was uh, definitely cool. I like to go through some of the older podcasts, re-listen to them, because I listened to it when it came out, as soon as it came out on that one. Um, and then him and Wes uh, going back and forth with ideas, and you know what? They, they weren't too, too far from, from it. I mean, my personal opinion at that time, because... Uh, um, Tony was mentioning uh, Event 201, and I was I actually uh, seen that a month prior, the video, because a friend of mine reached out to me and was like, hey, you might want to check this out. And this is before it really COVID did anything that, that we, the majority of us knew about. But uh very, very interesting stuff, man. I, I love going back, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to do what I like to call uh, Flip Back Friday and um, post up one of my, my favorite episodes, either from the Confessionals or from uh, Sasquatch Chronicles from, you know, either last year or the year before or whatever, just going back and, and bringing stuff back up because, uh, dude, some of their episodes are crazy. 
Um, Sasquatch Chronicles, I know that the one episode listening to the, I can't remember her name, a uh, lady from England, she was, uh, she came here for a job, uh, I think working for like a major role in, I can't, was it banking or something like that? But anyway, she took a trip to the beach and it's definitely a trip she'll never forget. Uh, I, I believe she, she, uh, seen two grown Sasquatches and, and maybe two young ones, if I'm remembering right, but it's such a crazy episode. It really is. Um, but that's up there. It's one of my, one of my favorite episodes as well. Uh, and then for uh, Tony, actually, I was for the first time, I believe it's episode 35, The Other Side of Dogman. It was the first time I actually um, listened to it. And the crazy part is like between her encounter and my encounter, and Tony said they were similar, but I didn't realize really how much, how similar they were uh, just because it was just, um, it was something different, man. It just like for her, it was a playhouse, a playhouse uh, she seen it in. For for me, it was a, a you know broken down shack that oh man, the, the artist that did that uh, for Tony's um, podcast the the uh, episode awesome uh, I can't it gave me chills because it was so close to the uh, it was so close to the actual um, the way that the, the it actually looked it was insane to me like how close it was to, from, from what I seen. Uh, if you, if you just added a little bit more things like it being broken down a bit more, then that's definitely it. Uh, but for sure it was, um, spooky to, to say the least, but yeah, it's, it. you know what? It, it's crazy, man. A lot of stuff going on nowadays, all this people getting mad at each other. And I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that. I, I can't stand when people drive stupid. I can't. It aggravates the heck out of me. Um, and I'm guilty of doing it as well. Yeah, you know, you, you got to be careful and watch what you're doing. Pay extra close attention because other people on the road are not paying attention to you What? So ever. So you got to, you know, just take your time. Uh, don't be crazy and try to be patient if possible. But uh, yeah, it's like preaching to the choir. But yeah, it's uh, it's funny how, you know, things go. I mean, just like I said, the past two years has been uh, up and down uh, ride. Every time I, I try to get into the podcasting at full blown speed. It, it was always something popping up and even this time, but I'm not going to let it happen. It's just not going to happen anymore. Um, I love podcasts and I love having the ability to talk to other, you know, talk to the listeners, listen to what their experiences were. And while we're, while we're talking about it, we're going to get it out. I'm probably going to say it five more times, six more times. Um, but if you've had your, if you've had an encounter, or a paranormal, cryptid, UFO, whatever it may be, send us an email. You can email us at podcast at 
protonmail.com. Again, that's MIA podcast at protonmail.com. And uh, definitely feel free to hit us up. Again, you don't have to come live on the air. I love being live on the air and talking. Uh, Hunter did a great job, man. That was uh, awesome. Thank you again, Hunter, for for popping up. You're actually right now the number one downloaded uh, podcast so um, episode. So we, we might have Hunter back, uh, reach out to him again. And if, if he has anything new or uh, he has some pretty cool views, man, I wouldn't mind talking to him uh, more to him about because we, we got the chance to go back and forth and and have a, a pretty cool discussion for sure. So, Hunter, if you're listening, man, again, thank you, buddy. Uh, great show. You're, you're, the, the episode is killing it right now. Uh, so a lot of people like it, and I'm, I'm happy that they did because uh, you've, you've definitely brought some stuff to the table that, in all honesty, I haven't heard before. Um, I've never heard about – dog man being able to clear you know a 25 foot road in one shot you know how many people even have the chance here most most people say that you know just like bigfoot they smack into them or they run to they run on the side of the car or truck or whatever and pace you but never just completely jump up and over so that was that was definitely interesting um the, just 100% interesting. And, and then with the other encounter with the uh, police car that you're telling me about, it, it was amazing. So if, if you haven't checked it out yet, do yourself a favor, check out the episode. Um, Hunter's episode, definitely a, a great one. But yeah, so, you know, it's, it's been pretty cool. Um, I, I just, uh, I enjoy that everybody's, um, you know, hopefully listening and liking the podcast, I hope that, you know, the ones that you um, downloaded, definitely check out some of the older uh, episodes, because uh, I, I think it's funny. I think it's cool to see from where I started, especially to where I am now, which is hopefully, hopefully doing better. <laughs> I, I really hope so. Um, I, I think uh, slowly slowly but surely um I'm, I'm definitely getting better uh for it i hope you don't mind i'm just gonna open my drink up real quick and you're probably gonna hear me open it i apologize ahead of time if i can actually open the dang thing i don't know why to make these things there nope it sounded like it opened but it didn't open but uh you know hopefully as time goes by and we're gonna we're gonna have you know more guests on some some pretty well known guests. I'm actually getting ready to email one particular guest right now. Um, and I think you'll enjoy having. Hopefully, it's gonna be him and his brother on the show because they both do a podcast together, and they do an awesome podcast together, which I'm a fan of. And I know there's not too many people in, in the live chat right now. I did tell everybody I was going live around 8, so they probably waited. I apologize. Um, but like I said, there's there's some um, people I'm planning on, on trying to uh, message, email, and get them on the show, do an interview, and hopefully line something up. Because uh, 
I'm fans of these shows. I, I think uh, to me, um, and there's actually something I want to bring up too, but to me, like Bigfoot Terror in the Woods by W.J. Sheehan. Well, he has a brother, W.J. Uh, him and Kev are awesome. I love listening to their episodes. Um, they they really are excellent. Um, so I'm, I'm going to message them as soon as this is over. Um, and if you haven't listened to them yet, definitely check them out. Uh, again, their podcast is Bigfoot Terror in the Woods. He has some amazing books as well. He has, uh, was it eight series or nine series out? I believe all eight or nine of them are on audio. Um, he also has a brand new one. I think he just finished up with the UFOs, Sightings and Encounters. Uh, and he also has the uh, Bigfoot Sightings and Encounters. That's the one he has eight or, eight or nine books out of the series, but just amazing encounters. Um, and um, I'll, I'll be super, super uh, happy to uh, see if I could get these guys on the podcast because, again, I'm, I'm a fan of them. WJ and uh, his brother Kev from, you know, Bigfoot Terror in the Woods, straight awesome. If you, if you listen to some of their encounters that they talk about and the different, uh, like the cryptid and news that, that Kev does, they have some some crazy things that pop up uh, that are pretty amazing. And they're, they're funny as can be to listen to. So definitely check them out when you get the chance. Um, <clears throat> I'm planning again on just uh, really uh, trying to get them on the show. I'll keep everybody up to date. They're one of many. I actually want to try to get Tony on the show. So if y'all are fans of the confessionals and fans of Tony and listeners of Tony, um, definitely let him know. I mean, I got his phone number. I'm a, I'll just shoot him a text, but I, I would like to do a special on like me and him listening, uh, to the old shows and just like, um, pretty much, you know, then and now type of thing. Like, you know, what, what do you think now after, after listening to that, if any different opinions, stuff like that, uh, I would actually really like to do a sit, you know, like an interview you know, slash conversation with Tony and see if some of the listeners maybe would like to get to sit down and listen, you know, about Tony, his life, stuff that he's gone through, different things. Um, you know, get to know the podcast or the host and possibly get a chance to try that with Wes as well. Uh, Wes Groomer from Sasquatch Chronicles. No shock. I'm a, I'm a fan of both of those gentlemen. Um, they have a great show. Uh, I think my personal opinion, Wes is the uh, cryptid podfather. He's, uh, I mean, he's at the number one spot right now. Like, I got the email and they they did the top 10 and Wes is there. And uh, Tony is in the top 10 as well. Wes is at the number one spot. But Wes, I'm a fan of all, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to come for that one spot. I know it's going to be super hard because phew, the following he has is amazing. And I mean, that's the same thing with Tony. Uh, you guys are awesome, man. The listeners that popped in and um, downloaded the show. But we'll, we'll, we'll get back to uh, some regular talk. 
But for now, um, I'm going to end up reading this too. Because to me, this, like, I just thought it was funny. I just think it's going to be funny too. I was going over different things that are all serious. And all of a sudden, this post pops up on Reddit, right? And Reddit's a pretty popular page for many, many reasons. I mean, Reddit is one of the reasons why uh, Dogcoin popped up as much as it did. I'll say, um, especially with, what was it, GameStop? GameStop did. Um, I'm missing one more. One stock that got huge. Uh, Shiba did too, I think. Um, I mean, Shib, whatever. I I don't know. But uh, anyway, I'm not reading some of these uh, hey, what's going on, Gareth? So anyway, I'm I'm gonna read this because I just thought it was funny, man. Because I, I a question like this, and I, you know, I'm searching through all these serious, you know, videos and you know, um, encounters and stuff like that, and then I get to this, and I just thought, and he's labeled himself a researcher. So <laughs> to me, it's even funnier. Um, so first of all. Like all sexuality products are, that's that's not the question. So in discussion with a friend regarding Bigfoot, in all pictures slash drawings, Bigfoot is not shown, I'm sorry, is not the same atomically as one would think. I was just wondering if anyone else has thought about this. Is there a possibility Bigfoot is anatomically a female? And this is why no appendages are being noted. Like, this is this guy's question. To me, I think this is hilarious. Um, number one, if you listen to either Sasquatch Chronicles with Wes Groomer uh, or Tony Merkel's show, The Confessionals, this this is already, this question is already answered. It, it really is. Because there's witnesses. I mean, the one on Sasquatch Chronicles with the two brothers the brother was getting chased in, in the Bigfoot, uh, you know, I'm trying not to, because I try to keep this PG. Let me see. How, how can I say this? Um, just covered ears real quick. I'm not going to say anything bad, but uh, the Bigfoot had a had an erection and was running around and peeing at the same time, chasing the one brother, um, which is probably, you know, because of it being all, is BF real? Um, my opinion, yes. Uh, which it's funny. You have people that has witnessed it, has experienced it, and you've had others that only have heard it. Um, but if you really want to know the answer to that question, I'm going to say this, listen to the confessionals, Tony Merkel show and listen to Sasquatch Chronicles podcast, uh, which is Wes Grimmer's show. They have some crazy encounters. And when you listen to these people talk about their encounter and the, the feeling you can hear in their voice, there's certain things you can fake. You could, you could definitely totally fake making up a story and, and saying you had an encounter and saying that you got chased or, or whatever the case may be. You could try to fake feelings coming out and being scared and stuff like that. 
and you're not going to be able to. You could hear real emotion coming out of these people where they're breaking down sometimes, some even crying, and the guys are telling him to, you know, it's everything, saying everything's okay, everything's cool, it's going to be all right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I believe it is. I'm sure that the next question would be, why can't you find any bodies or anything like that in the woods? Um, there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, you don't really find dead bears laying around. That's because nature pretty much take care, you know, takes care of itself. Uh, but here's some of the responses to this ridiculous, uh, ridiculous Reddit question. I'm going to not read some of them because honestly, they're, uh, they're a little crazy. Um, or I might just bleep some of the stuff out. There was an old crap quality video from the 90s or early 2000s called called the Big which I actually heard of this video, uh, called the Bigfoot Play, Playboy video or Redwoods video. And it's definitely not what you think. It's not it's not a rated R video. Um it's actually what it was is is they were trying to do some kind of uh, I don't know if it was a commercial or some kind of media deal where they're recording and whatnot. Um, and apparently they got a visit from Bigfoot and got scared, the daylight scared out of them. Um, so they this this guy does have video uh, does have a um, what you call it a good point that he's talking about, but it's that's that's not it. it, it <laughs> It's hard, man, to, to read some of this stuff because it's so outrageous. Uh, it's not what you think. During Northern California trip to a photo shoot that included a professional media team and some Playboy models, they filmed a supposed Sasquatch. And when the video was enchanted, they claimed to see a giant. Well, I'm not I'm not going to say that. I don't know much about I didn't hear anything about that part of it. So maybe that's why I just uh, suppose the aspect has been documented. Um. Other than what some eyewitnesses say would uh, would assume, much gorillas have uh, laughably small, you know what? Um, I've heard stories involving mass massive flop. Yeah, man. See, you can't even. I'm not, I'm done with this. I'm done. I can't. I can't take this seriously. I'm trying to uh, go through some of the stuff and the responses. It's a uh, Todd Standing new documentary uh, documentary series series teaser is legit and this was from two days ago um todd standing man uh anyway so i'm gonna go back gareth just in case you're listening still or whatnot a lot of people uh, see you have believers you have non-believers and then you have the knowers the knowers are the ones that have experienced encountered and have their own sightings of bigfoot i'm a knower I know for a fact, you know, I've, I've got picture proof uh, for the knuckle print, right? So I, I even posted that up on uh, my Twitter feed, I believe. It's, it's somewhere on there for the Monster Investigators of America or Monster America. Give us a follow. And please don't forget to like and share the podcast. The more likes... And the more shares, the better. Please follow us as well, because if you follow us, you're going to know every time we're live on Podbean. This is where we do our live 
podcast shows from. And I hope you all enjoy. I know I enjoy every second of this. Um, I wanted to try to get on earlier in the morning. It's so hard to do, but again, it's it's crazy. Uh, but back to Gareth, man. Um, so the whole thing where people don't find the bodies and whatnot, it's nature takes care of nature. You're not finding a bunch of dead bodies of bears laying around or really anything else. Sometimes, of course, you could find deers on the side of the road, get it a couple of days and they're gone. Okay. Even the ones that are right on the side of the road, and I don't mean they're gone because somebody came up, picked them up and, you know, did the whole get, let's get rid of the roadkill thing. It's nature took care of nature. Uh, that's just something that happens. Um, my, my thing is always that history is evidence. You have history, and I, I probably said this hundreds of times already. There's evidence from Native Americans, uh, and they're like, oh, well, it's not really documented. Yeah, man, it's, it's documented. They, the drawings and everything else, it's documented by them. They, they sit there and they talk and hand down stories from generation to generation to generation. See, there, there's this thing that people believe in called honor. I know it's lost on some of us, but they believe in honor. They believe in passing down the stories and keeping to like actually keep into what the stories are. Um, and it, depending on what Native American tribe and even uh, First Nations people's tribe that you go to or talk to, which most ain't going to talk to you, it's just not going to happen. Uh, but if you're lucky enough to get somebody to talk to you, um, the stories with them vary. Some say, yeah, this guy's the big green, or no, geez, <laughs> big green giant. Oh, oh, oh. Um, some guy says, oh, you know, it's the big forest giant. You know, he's the protector of, the, of nature, protector of the forest. Others say that they kidnapped the women and children and they're never seen from again. So it all depends on who you uh Walk by faith. How you doing? Um, it all depends on on who you you know you talk to. Like I said, First Nations people, uh, some of their encounters are different. Even the Native Americans, uh, they vary the encounters with Sasquatch. Uh, some of them again believe that they're you know friends or the guardians, or um, others believe that they're very very dangerous creatures. Um, so it depends, and that's just right here, El Paso, Texas. That's awesome, man. That's great. I'm uh, I'm actually in Dallas currently for work, so I'm up here in in Dallas. Um, my normal normal homes in Houston. So, but yeah, it, it all depends on on who you talk to. It's it's a crazy uh, crazy thing. You could go just in the United States and talk to different tribes. Uh, Native Americans, and they're going to tell you a different background on Sasquatch. But at the same time, you hear thousands of stories and uh, encounters and sightings, and they'll give you, you know, different that they look all look different. So it's a it's a definitely interesting um, topic for sure. But I always say history is, uh, you know, history is evidence. And you could go back uh, to a lot of this stuff that the so-called cryptids and paranormal and whatnot, and you could look back uh, as this 
uh, you know, Walk by Faith uh, Asian Church in El Paso uh, is on here, which is awesome. Um, but you could look, you could go back and just look at the Bible. Uh, the Bible will tell you that a lot of this stuff is very, very real. It just says stay away from it. It says stay away from it for a reason, as Tony Merkel would say. You stay away. It said tells you to stay away for a reason. The reason is because that God does not want you to mess with it because it's dangerous. It's not good for you. Um, as for the the cryptids like Sasquatch and, uh, or Bigfoot or the Hairy Man, whatever you want to call it, um, is that a, is it a different? Uh, does it go into a different you know subject? Uh, because it's it's flesh and blood or an animal uh, or some people believe. Um, I, I believe it kind of does, man. I think you have to look into, see what this creature is. I mean, it's, it's dodged us for a very, very long time and it's dodged us for a pretty good reason. I mean, look at us. We almost took the Buffalo and, and made it extinct and we've made other creatures instinct. It's, uh, it, it's pretty unbelievable, man. And when it comes to the humans, we, uh, I don't think we think clearly all the time. We, you know, the, the hot thing, like, uh, the fur coats, right. Fur coat trade was crazy back in the day and everybody was trying to get money and they killed a lot, a lot of animals, um, and put a lot of animals in extinction or close to it for the fur. That's it. Even today, look at the ivory with the elephants. And that's a shame. We're still doing that today, to this day. Unbelievable to me. Doesn't make sense. So to think that a creature that has definitely, I would say, a pretty well high thinking level where they they know how to stay away from us. And trust me, it's not that hard. Again, the Wolverine was thought to be extinct for over 100 years. Guess what? Just two to three months ago found right here in the u.s by accident by the way they were uh researchers scientists were going out and they put trail cams up uh all across an area and wolverine cubs happened across you know come across it and they're like oh let's go you know study this let's check it out this looks like you know the animal that's supposed to be extinct for 106 years well guess what it wasn't extinct it was it was hiding from us because why? Again, we almost killed it to extinction. So I had to adapt, go and hide. Uh, so to say that a creature, uh, regardless of how big it is, can't hide from us, that's you know nonsense. It really is. We haven't set foot all across, just in this country alone. We haven't touched every part of the forest here. Some of it's way too hard to get to. Some people don't want to put in that kind of work anymore to discover something. Um, we just like the ocean. We haven't touched every inch of the ocean. We haven't touched every inch of the forest right here in the U.S. Um, and I don't think we ever will. I mean, we got these cool things called drones now that we could send them out flying and, and whatnot, but uh, and take videos and pictures. But still, um, I don't believe that is. Uh, that that's that's gonna really even help us with that so can they hide for sure yeah they can um 
so Garth, to uh, answer you, yeah, man, I, I think they're real. I think the reason why some of us don't see it is because they're the world's greatest hide-and-seek players. There's no question they're the hide-and-seek champion. Um, and the reason, too, is that, I mean, think about it. A lot of the encounters that people are, are, are hunters – fishers hikers campers people that go in the woods and not just go in the woods but most of the time a lot of people that uh walk through you know don't necessarily follow the hiking trails they go off trail and off of what other people uh you know away from what other people go to a more rural area of the forest and of course that's where we're gonna see them i mean how times how many times have hunters encounters them I mean, sometimes a hunter encounters and says they're never going to the, never going to go into the forest again, because that's how scared they were from it. Not necessarily because it did anything bad, or tried to kill them. I mean, some cases that is in fact it, but just because they they're seeing something that they get told from the start, we all get told from day one that monsters are not real. Monsters aren't real. That's what we get told from day one. I mean. The, the boogeyman, right? The, now, booger is another name used for Sasquatch, Bigfoot, booger. Now, boogeyman, where do you think we got that from? Sasquatch. Don't go too far in those woods. The booger man is going to get you. The boogeyman is going to get you. Better come home before it gets dark. It's, you know, the boogeyman is going to get you. Booger, yeah. Um. And there's sightings that go back, I mean, all the way, you know, thousands of years. And it's not just, of course, it's not just here, sightings here in the U.S. There's sightings in Canada. There's sightings in Iran. There's sightings in China. There's sightings all over the globe. You're telling me that these people that never talked to each other back then weren't, weren't able to all describe the same thing. Because there, again, there's a history of this. Whether it's drawings on a wall, um, a totem pole, uh, actually using, you know, writing, it's all over. It's not like they could have just popped up on on the internet like we can nowadays, and we could check stuff out. So, this creature is definitely a, a legit thing. You can hear people sit there and, and they go through a lot of emotions when they're trying to, you know, tell your encounter. And, you know, our job as host is to try to, you know, help them out and help them go through it if they can. And if they can't, you know, talk about their encounter, that's more than understanding that everybody can go through that. It's, it's hard because you're, you're going through it and you're reliving it. It's not an easy thing. We understand that as a podcast host. Um, and as some people that have already been through their own encounter. So it's not something where you sit there and you have to, you know, evaluate or, or worry about. And that's why I always tell any, any guest that I have, if they want to share, you know, what they've been through and whatnot, the, the, the best thing to do is just take your time. We could go live on the air or we could just edit it. Or if you don't want to talk about it at all, and be on the podcast, you write me an email, we might go back and forth, because I might just have a couple questions just so I can, 
you know, make it a little bit longer and go back and forth and you can answer some questions for me. That's what we'll do. That's, that's what I'm about. Uh, just the thing is too, when you're, when you're sharing an encounter, whether it's, you know, Bigfoot, dog, man, uh, anything, it helps you. Trust me. Getting that, that stuff off your chest is awesome. It helps you out just to sit there and tell somebody and not just that, just, but to have it, have it kind of documented as well. So it's very, uh, it's a very interesting thing for sure. And it helps other people out. And that's why I kind of hope when I, when I went on the Tony Merkel's, uh, podcast, the confessionals, I was glad to sit there and tell them some of the stuff that I experienced, um, some of the stuff that I went through and, you know, definitely, uh, check that episode out as well. But it, it was, uh, a pleasure to be on that, um, show, but back to good old Bigfoot. So yeah, uh, like I said, man, history is evidence. You have, uh, the Vikings, um, they talk about it and, uh, Eric, Erickson, um, Leaf, Leaf Erickson's, uh, oh, I'm doing so bad with this right now, pronouncing it. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so tired. Um, through his saga, it talks about it, facing these guys. Um, and then, and, and Dogman as well, actually, to, to, to tell you about it. So the thing is, you just go through different, the different areas and, you can't sit there and say that all these people made it up. You just can't. Even if you took half away, you still got something out there that you have to worry about. Even if you took 75% away, there's still something out there that you have to worry about. Even if you took 90% of it away, there's still something out there that you have to worry about. You're not going to sit there and tell 100%. You're not going to say 100% of people are wrong. Sorry. Makes no sense whatsoever. You're not going to say 100% of people are lying. No, I'm not going to buy it. It, again, doesn't make sense. So for for those of you that were talking about the, the crazy appendage deal, but uh, I've talked about this in the past, but I, I'm going to say it again. So Bigfoot is just advanced, right? Stronger, faster, um, Definitely got a better skill set when it comes to hiding. Now, there's some people that say that, you know, you know, humans, they don't, they don't feel that we, you know, we belong in the forest. I don't agree with that. I, I feel alive when I'm, I'm out in the wilderness. Uh, and I've seen things that hasn't scared me off. It doesn't make me feel less alive or anything. You have to embrace it. That's, that's the thing. Think about it. We, we all started out in the wilderness. That's where we started out. We adapted, got a cave, built a house, you know, build, build a hut and just kept on going and adapting. Um, where these creatures didn't want to, you know, I'm assuming, but again, like, uh, everybody says we don't have one in the garage that we could sit there. At least I know I, I definitely don't, I don't even have it in a garage. So I'd be beat. Um, but if you line up, we'll say I'm, I'm 200 pounds. So say you line up 
myself at 200 pounds, you line up a Sasquatch at 200 pounds, you have completely, uh, completely different muscle density altogether. We could be the same exact, you know, uh, weight. We could be the same built, but you know, I go down, I can maybe bench press, we'll say 350, right? The Sasquatch could definitely not that you're ever going to see something lift weights like that. But I'm just saying as, as a, uh, point is that they can, they would be able to outlift us. They're strong. They're way stronger than us. It doesn't matter how big they are. They're just stronger than us. They're faster. Um, yeah, I believe the reason why that you'll, you'll see tracks and then the next minute, you know, they're gone is not because they disappeared into a portal or, or anything. I believe it's because they jumped. Um, just like when Hunter with his interview with about the dog, man, he said he cleared a 25 foot wide road, one shot cleared it. Now I, I believe, I think Bigfoot could do that. Definitely 20, 25 feet, clear it. Who's looking 20 in a 20, 25 foot radius to see where the next set of tracks are. Not many people. And that's why, you know, they're like, oh, it mysteriously disappeared. Also, they have the ability when uh, people sit there and say they, they get down and they, they crawl like a spider. I know a lot of people have a hard time picturing this, but let me, let me help you out. Uh, so if you've ever seen Bruce Lee, uh, he, he used to do the, the uh, push-ups on his fingertips, right? Uh, he also was on his toes. Now he, he's not going to be able to, uh, you know, do what they do, but God was super strong and he was able to, you know, do the pushups on, on his toes. So picture now him being able to use his fingers and his toes to move. That's pretty much what they're, what they're doing. They get down on their fingers and toes and they move. And that's why we think that they drop down and disappear. Poof, gone. No, they just, they're in the grass and you can't see them move away from it. That's just because of, and I'm sure it's, I've never seen it, thankfully, because I think that'd be super, uh, either 100% creepy looking, or it would be, Sadly enough, funny for me, because then you kind of picture like the the Fred Flintstone type of deal too. Because I've seen it on the Fred this Flintstone cartoons, but it'll be either or. And something tells me I probably wouldn't laugh if I laughed. It would be horrible. I wouldn't know what to do because uh, then you're giving your position away. But um, I think it would be spooky to see something because that just means it's that it's that takes a lot of strength, like a, a lot of strength. And I personally believe that's what they're doing when they're, they're dipping out and people are like, Oh, it went down and it disappeared. Well, yeah, it went down into the position and crawled away. So you couldn't see it. Um, Cause there's a lot of sightings that, that do that or with the jump as well. So you really have to, I think, look into it a little extra. And I, I I'm starting to uh, anytime I find any kind of tracks or anything like that, and I can't find, uh, you know, any marks unless you're in the, in the forest. Cause, uh, you know, they're also told to, you know, 
their encounters where they climb or they're up in trees or, you know, sitting on a branch or, or stuff like that, then that's a little bit different. But out in a clearing, uh, I, I would like to definitely, uh, you know, do a little bit more investigating on it and take maybe take a tape, do a 25-foot radius and see if I could find any tracks in any direction. Might take a little bit, but I think overall it would definitely be worth it. Um, for everybody that popped in here and started listening, thank you very much. Uh, sorry I didn't get a chance to say hi, uh, Patrick. I've seen you on, but um, uh, just I was in the middle of explaining. But that's the, the thing. I mean, pound for pound, you have to look at their biology and our biology. We're, you know, you have uh, guys like uh, Braun Strowman. Andre the Giant, um, The Big Show, Shaq, I mean, huge guys. Now, you put one of these, you know, next to them, they're, they're not as big and as bad as, as these. They're just not, and that's crazy, right? Because, I mean, dude, Brock Lesnar, all right? Come on now. I know people are like, oh, that'll be awesome watching Brock and, and Bigfoot go at it. But uh, I don't think that'd be, you know, so awesome for Brock to, to have to deal with something like that, to be honest with you. Be a scary thought for sure. Um, it's everybody out there, man, I, that, you know, you, you go through some type of, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm trying to see if I explain it. When you encounter these things and you kind of, you know, draw yourself back from people, I just want to, I want y'all to know, listen, we're here for you. Uh, definitely. If you need to get it off your chest and Hey man, if you just want to email me and say, Hey, um, I just want to email you and you don't want to share That's fine. I'll respond to you. Uh, you know, I might actually a couple of questions go back and forth and I, you know, hopefully you wouldn't mind me sharing the, the, uh, the actual encounter. I mean, I won't, of course, won't mention no names or anything like that, but I'll do the encounter and, uh, hopefully, you know, um, it'll help you get through it. To those of you that are having issues right here in Texas, um, you know, them yelling at night or banging on your, pardon me, banging on your, uh, house or cabin or whatnot. Um, definitely reach out to me. Let's uh, let's get together, come up with some ideas, see if we could help you uh, get rid of them or at least stop them from coming up to your house and you know smacking on your smacking on your house and causing you you know all sorts of issues. Definitely reach out to me. It's uh, MIA podcast at protonmail.com. Again, that's MIA podcast at protonmail.com. You know, we got to try to help each other out, definitely. Um, and again, if you're here in Texas, uh, I'll try to see if I can make my way out to you. Um, I don't mind driving as long as it's not super, super far. Because that means I got to take some time off of work, uh, which sometimes would be a very good thing because I work a lot when I work. <clears throat> but that's the thing, you know. Uh, I really think whether it's Bigfoot or, or Dogman or, or, you know, the, the little people, which I, I don't think I've really had it. Uh, I don't have anybody to show yet. Um, 
talk about the little people. I don't think I have anyway. But it's it's. Uh, I mean, I believe we had some UFOs. Definitely had. Uh, I think we had one dogman, or no, no multiple dogman encounters. A um, couple Bigfoot encounters. But uh, you know, definitely if you if you had an encounter and you want to share your story, the place to go is MIA Podcast at protonmail.com. And uh, I'll try to hook it up again. We're gonna end up um, trying to get some some pretty cool uh, guests on here that are known in the cryptid world. Um, after I finish this up, I'm definitely gonna end up shout uh, sending a couple emails out. I'll probably shoot Tony a text, and um, we'll see, man. I, I would like to get him on here and. Uh, Actually, you know what? I really like to get him on here because I'm going to end up doing a review on that dog, man. Uh, the the Kentucky, uh, Kentucky dog, man video that he's going to do. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be amazing. It's going to be badass for sure. Part of my language. But I think he I think he's probably did a great job. Tony, uh, for the most time, you kind of anything he does, he does a pretty good job on. So um, definitely looking to check out his uh dog man video i think it's going to be awesome I'm just, i hope it actually pops out soon man Doze, how you doing Doze? how's your night going or day depending i guess where you're at um yeah so tony with the confessionals uh i can't wait to see um the uh dog man the kentucky dog man um, video that he, he's coming out with. I think it's going to be really good. I know they've been working on it and they've been putting up some uh, cool footage. He has a trailer on his YouTube. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. I'll probably even put it. Um, uh, Tony Merkel, the Confessionals. He has a trailer right now on the, uh, if you go to the Confessionals on YouTube, you can check out the trailer. Um, hopefully the actual full video will be coming out with the next couple of weeks i know he's waiting for the producer to finish some of the stuff up they had to add um they had some stuff happen apparently uh that they had to add to it so it's uh definitely sounds pretty cool the the video pretty much came from and i'll, I'll let you know real quick so tony had this gentleman on from kentucky of course I'm just going to give you the short quick end but if you want to listen to it uh go to the confessionals podcast and he has it in his episodes for sure. Pook, how you doing? Um, so this is uh, pretty much what the encounter was with the Kentucky dog man. Uh, this this gentleman, he, he would go out with his grandfather and him and take his take his dogs out to go hunt, you know, go chase coon up a tree, right? Go tree a coon. Well, this one time he went out, he had his uh, two dogs with him and the one dog was very, very well known in his area, like known to be one of the best hunting dogs out there. He, you know, just a great dog. And uh, him and his other dog, Bo, were chasing uh, chasing some coon up a tree because you hear him barking and whatnot and apparently ran into some coyotes. Well, uh, his other dog, Duke, Duke and Bo started fighting off the coyotes and, you know, this gentleman now is running over there trying to make it to him saying, all right, I, I got you. I'm coming, boy. I'm coming, boy. Let me come. And all of a sudden everything got quiet. So he, he figured that they chased out the coyotes and 
everything was all right. So he started walking again and just trying to make his way over there to see what they chased up the tree. And all of a sudden, it sounds like they came back and started fighting again. And this time, everything's getting louder. And you hear you hear the dogs crying. And he makes his way there, and he sees the dog man. The dog man picked his dog up and threw it up against the tree. And they're fighting with him, you know. And he's just saying, "Come on, boy! Come on, boy! Get up! Get up! Come on, boy! Come on! You gotta get up! Get get up for me, boy!" And gets up and keeps on fighting this dog man off and, and uh the one dog ran off you know i can't you can't blame it i'm sure it was uh you know especially for a dog a, a super scary situation you had this giant uh dog-like you know being there on two legs um and the other one kept on fighting, man, and uh, he, he was trying to run away and, and get away and kept on yelling for his dog and yelling for his dog. They come on and, and follow him, and uh, unfortunately, he didn't come back that day. But uh, I believe he said two weeks later, um, they, they found the older dog that was – well, if you go by – that, it's such that's the – such a confusing detail, really, uh, to be honest with you, between werewolf and dogman, right? So if you go by a legend, uh, werewolf is slash, you know, a human that turns into a, you know, wolf that stands up. And a dogman is, depending on the description, it could be a canine figure that stands up like a human. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's different, man. It really is. Uh, it could be a canine stands up like a human, or if you ever seen the Egyptian God of death, uh, Anubis, um, look like that, have a, uh, the, the face and head of a dog or wolf, whatever, and a body of a human. Um, so I guess it depends on who you ask. But this one was a, a full stand-up, I guess you could say like a werewolf. And scared, uh, he's seen him. You know what? I don't I don't think he's seen the tail um, on it. I, I do remember that was a question that was asked during that episode. I would definitely check it out, man. If I was you, I like, I like listening to it. And it's just, uh, I, I think he posted it last month, uh, again, Tony Merkel and the confessionals podcast, great podcast to check out. But, uh, yeah, he, um, he's seen this thing, man. And it changed him. Finally, the, uh, the dog, they found a dog though. The dog was, you know, beat up pretty bad and took a while to heal up, but it healed up. And then another, I think three weeks passed by and they finally found, uh, they found their dog, Bo. So um, he just probably, he just ran away and, and got out of it, got out of there. Um, but yeah, that that was the uh, encounter, but it's it's way more detail into it. Uh, so I would definitely check out that episode of the Confessionals, man. He, he, uh, he pretty much based that, that video though. That's, that's why he went out there to Kentucky to, to go check out the, you know, the dog man out in Kentucky. So um it's definitely worth checking out for sure. Uh, 
but that's a great thing, man. Dogman, werewolf, it's it's crazy to me. It's a goose. Nice name. So it's it's crazy. I, you know, honestly, uh, from from what I could tell, I don't, I don't know what the difference is between you know what you would do is uh, Garth. <sighs> I don't know what you would uh, be able to uh, tell between the two. Like I said, a legend goes with what a werewolf. It's a human that turns into, you know, a wolf. Uh, Dogman is something, you know, supposedly different. Does anybody really know, though? Probably not. Ain't none of us got it in our garage. So, um, but again, it's, it's, uh, it's what real? Dogman? Dogman is very real. It's actually just the encounter uh, encounter I was just talking about um, from the Tony Merkel show, The Confessionals. So definitely, uh, if you haven't heard it, check it out. Go check out his page, Tony Merkel, The Confessionals podcast. It's a great podcast. Um, I believe the name of that particular episode is, uh, yeah, who knows? Kentucky dog, man. Um, but check it out for sure. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they still do to answer that question. But yeah, it's a, uh, to me, man, it's, it's a very, uh, very real, um, very real thing. A lot of people, you know, some people want to joke around and, and whatnot, but there's people that seen it and the people that seen it say it's evil, pure evil. You don't really hear, I'll say 95% of the crypto, yes, cryptozoology. Um, a lot of people that see the dog, man, I'll say 95% of them, when they see them, they don't ever say, oh, it, it was so kind and it looked like it would, uh, wouldn't hurt a fly. They all say it was an evil uh, creature, um, 95% anyway. There is a... There is a show that um, a, a girl was saying her encounter, but you, that she might have encountered one nice female, uh, I guess, what would it be? Dog woman? Yeah. Uh, but still, man, it's, it's, it's the, want to know where this is coming from? Sure. Where's this coming from? Okay. Just checking. But, um, it's it's crazy, man. It really is. It's it's a hard hard uh, definitely a hard thing to uh, deal with with some of these people that have seen them. I know that uh, there's a, a couple podcasters um, that host. Um, oh man, I can't even remember the name of their podcast right now. I feel bad, but shared his experience plenty of times. Again, he's he uh, I, I believe the gentleman shared his on. Um, the confessionals as well. It's an old way older episode. Uh, but you got a lot of stuff. You are aware that it's a fringe. You think so? You think it's a fringe? Uh, I don't know, man. It's like I say that uh, history is evidence. And as far as uh, dog man or 
Bigfoot or show you a Bigfoot. I mean, if you if you want to see a Bigfoot, you could head out uh, west on uh, in Texas, I forty five of uh, the Sam Houston National Forest, and I have a feeling that you'll be able to find one. You're not going to find them, you know, out the out in the city or small towns. You you gotta go out and uh, go to rural areas most of the time. <laughs> we weren't supposed to talk about that. I mean, you could talk about anything you want, honestly. I don't, I don't have an issue with that. If you're not a believer, you ain't got to be a believer. Maybe you're just listening to be entertained. That's fine. But I know personally that, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, dog man, werewolf, whatever, is a definite real thing. Can I come out and show you? No, I don't. I ain't got one of these uh, in my backyard or my garage, unfortunately. So that I can't do. But if you go out and maybe do a little investigating of your own and check some stuff out and or even listen to some of the podcasts, maybe you'll think otherwise. Like I said, uh, Sasquatch Chronicles, West Groomer Show, great show to check out. And if you sit there and you listen to somebody's encounter and after listening to them talk and uh, have to relive the situation that they went through, uh, you might rethink what you're saying, or at the very least, you're gonna be like, you know what? Mm, they definitely seen something. Something was out there that they seen, and and that's the thing. That's why there's a lot of people that are afraid to sit there and and tell their story and what they seen, <laughs> like Game of Thrones, the Bible. Oh, well, Game of Thrones is all right. Used to be a fan. But anyway, um, yeah, so you don't have to believe it. That's fine. But if anybody has had an encounter with any crypto, paranormal, or seen UFOs or whatnot, and you want to share your encounter, feel free to do so. Just hit us up at MIA Podcasts at protonmail.com again that's mia podcast at protonmail.com and you can share your story with us live on the air <laughs> see you know what the the thing is i know you sit there and you say that you're it's fake and you don't want to believe it i i, I can't blame you everybody their entire lives got told monsters don't exist so it's understandable. I know the first time I have seen anything, I did not want to believe it was real. I try to mark everything off that it could possibly be. So it is what it is. But cool for you to listen to. What's going on, Pook? Anyway, I was just popping on for a little bit tonight. I know it's already, man, why, where are all you people coming from now? Everybody's popping on now when I'm trying to to get off, get out of here. Y'all want to come on and say, it's not that I don't want to. There's just incident. Uh, I mean, 
the evidence, they all came from Hush. <laughs> so you, so here's the thing, man, the, uh, the evidence from it, I mean, it depends what kind of evidence are you looking for? They took blood work, right? So the blood work they took on it comes out that half of the DNA comes from a female human and the other half is unknown. You want, uh, all right, Al Capo or Al Carpi. I'll invite you on, man. No cursing. No going crazy. But I'll, I'll let you pop on from half of the shows currently right now. <laughs> I'm, a jer- I'm a bit of a jerk and um, <laughs> I will be clean. I appreciate it. We, do, we, do I call you MIA? Uh, you can call me Dan or Red. That's either or is fine. Dan works. You can call me Bill. You can call me El Carpe, whatever the hell you want. I'm going with Billy, man, because I'm too tired to try to say the other name. There are six people on the planet allowed to call me Billy. You are not one of them. Bill works. <laughs> All right, Bill. I'll That's call just you a, Bill. A, a standard thing that I've had for the last 50 years. Um, but, no, I, I, I find this fascinating because I've, I've been mildly interested in cryptozoology for a very long time. Um, only because, you know, I, I'm 53 years old, almost 54 now. And I remember when the first Bigfoot videos came out, those grainy, crappy ones that you see the guy in the ape suit walking through the field in, in the distance. And I don't, you know, you can find all this stuff. And, you know, and I love the, the, the whole idea of um, Nessie in, in Loch Ness. And I love, I, I, I find that stuff fascinating. But I also understand that primarily until there's actual factual evidence, these are just great stories. And that's where I leave it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not trying to disparage anybody who believes in this stuff and buys into it. I'm just trying to give you a sense of pause to go, okay, so if you buy into this, are you then going to buy into a flat earth or a young earth and then all of a sudden send all your money to these people who are bilking you for dollars? And that's all I'm concerned with is, is you know, I find, like I no, said, I find this stuff fascinating. That's definitely understandable, and, and no, I do not buy yeah. into flat Earth. I think anybody that buys of that has either never been on top of a mountain or never been in a plane, or the ocean, for that fact. Or driven in um, a car through Arizona, as you go. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been I've worked in fifteen different states. I've been to forty-one states of the United States and a number of different countries on the planet. I've been around a little bit and, and I'm not saying that's a brag, but I say that because I've seen things, you know, I've watched the tide come in. I've watched me drive over a long flat through the mountains. Well, actually I, I drove home from Arizona. I went up North through Salt Lake city and then came across 94 um, from whatever the hell Salt Lake is 
through Wyoming and all that stuff and, and just those flat plains and, and watched how the ground comes up. So yeah, yeah, the earth is round. That's, that's not a question. The, the yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I've seen it myself, that whole thing. Be there's enough bump. math. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's enough mathematics to prove it. If you say the earth is flat, you're a moron. And, and I, I, just, I agree. Um, but when it comes to cryptozoology, my buddy, Eric, who is, is my partner in low standards and pores, our, our stupid show that we do, uh, Thursday nights at 8 PM Eastern standard time, pardon the plug. Um, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that on Podbean. Um, he buys into the aliens are real and Bigfoot might be real and Nessie might be real. And I'm like, oh, fine, dude, whatever. I love him dearly. He's a great buddy of mine for the last 20 years. And we just don't see eye to eye on that. But we both love music and that's what our show is about. But enough of that. You're talking about. So you're saying that this cryptozoology might actually be something for real. Well, my, my thing is this. Now, I've, I've personally experienced my, my own stuff, right? And okay. if I didn't, if I didn't, I'd probably be in the same book as you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, let's face it. I, I come from the state uh, originally that believes in the New Jersey devil. Um, okay. And you're where again? Right now, I'm in Texas. Okay, and and there's um, been a lot of sightings in Texas from the different things that I've seen. And like I said, yes. I've watched a lot of specials on cryptozoology, and you know, what is it? The History Channel does dumb stuff, and then you know, there's the Finding Big Bigfoot shows or whatever they are. So, and, go on. To me, with some of those shows, you could take them with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think finding Bigfoot, and I, I like those guys. I like Bobo. I- I've talked to Bobo before uh, through email, and uh, I just and even I know he's not super happy with some of the stuff because they they don't get the chance to do what they really want. You know, they kind of have to do what the channel tells them to do. Right, and that but makes sense because the channel's there to make money. I get you it. have shows like uh, Mountain Monsters. Which, right. of course, for those who don't understand, that was a purely entertainment show. I got that from show one. Is there um, what's the one where they have the like the ghosts on the ranch type thing? There's a show. Oh, that's uh something ranch or whatever it is. Uh, that's uh, uh complete oh, man. bullshit. It's uh, what so you call it, a ranch. There, there's yeah, a, exactly. there's a scarecrow ranch or whatever the hell it's called. I know. Skinwalker ranch. That's what it is. Yeah. Skinwalker ranch. That's what it is. Yeah. So that show that uh, show wise, I'm not sure about, I, I know that there's a history of skinwalker ranch. I know that the, uh, farmers were having issues. I know that right. the, the multi-billionaire so guy. Right. But here's where I go with this is my first question is, Always, is there a rational explanation for what's going on? Has to be. You have to think that way. Right. And, you know, it's not that, you know, I don't want to be a non believer. Okay. I'm sorry, that's a Guinness. Um, I don't want to be a non believer, 
But what I want to do is I want to understand. And that's why I wanted to call in is because it's so hard to type all the stupid crap that I want to ask you about. You know, have you seen the show on, I can't remember what channel it's on. It's the one where they're digging for, uh, in like that island off of Nova, Nova Scotia. Oak Island? Oak Island, yeah. Have yes. you seen that show? Yes. So I, I love that show. I think it's great. I think it's fascinating. I also understand that these guys are right on the border of cryptids because they're searching for something that may or may not exist. Right. And, 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 and I, and I, I, and I only bring this up because I, I want to tie the two together in so much as this is why I asked the question. Um, because I'm not sure if there's actually any treasure there. It, there might be, right? Well, there might be. I mean, if for sure there definitely was. Is there more? There, there's something. But, you know, there's also been people living there forever, right? Oh, yeah. You know, there's been hundreds of years there's been people living on that And that's the that's the thing. I mean, is there still a treasure? Hmm, maybe it's possible. Was there a treasure? No. That's the thing. Was that treasure real? Yes. Uh, that that treasure was very real, because there's already been documented proof that you know uh, the one gentleman has uh, actually uh, found it. So, and that was the the original. Oh. There we go. Got my you back. My phone is stupid. I'm sorry about that. It 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 freaking flip, flipped out on me. Uh, nah, that's no problem. I list last, missed last minute. But with the with the thing where I was going with the the Oak Island thing is it may or may not be there. They found some stuff, and there's there are significant number of possibilities of what could explain what they're finding. And I apply that same concept, that same idea as to, well, there might be a significant number of other explanations for people who claim to see aliens or people who claim to see these cryptid things or, you know, they've never found Nessie. There's never been any significant evidence that Nessie actually exists. It's there's too many questions to say yes. See so that the thing though with I, using Oak Island ag- as an I'm agnostic. I'm agnostic about any of those things. I mean I that's that's understandable it. though. But I mean using yeah. using Oak Island as an example though, the thing mm-hmm. was the treasure was real. It was there. People you know, the, the one gentleman that um, I believe he used to be a slave and, and then, then uh, he ended up being free, he found the treasure and ended up being very, very rich. Um, which has already been documented. The the issue is, is there still any treasure left? That that's the question. But the thing is, the treasure was real. Right. But trying right. to compare, exactly. but was it was it a Templar treasure? Right. You know, and and that's the other thing is, is these guys in the show are trying to make it more than what it really is, and that's the issue that I have, and that's the same issue that I have with these other TV shows about ancient aliens and all this other stuff 
you know, it's like, really, guys, are you, do you have any real facts? Have you watched the Ancient Alien show? I've watched it. Uh, I mean, I, I think sometimes they bring up some pretty good questions. That, I mean, which is basic they stuff. They have I great think questions. About, um, I mean, like, who made the pyramids? Uh, not not one person, I think, could uh, sit there and, and not ask that question. I mean, that's a basic one. Who, who was they it? They do have what great questions, it? but the questions that they ask, there are answers for. But they don't tell you that in the show. And it's up to those of us who are interested in it to dig deeper and go, well, where are the real answers? You know, and again, I, I'm not saying I have any of the answers. I'm just saying I've asked enough of the questions myself and said, well, I've found expert one through 12. And those experts have defined things in this way. And it makes more sense from what they're saying than what these guys on Ancient Aliens are saying. So I'm going to go with the guys who are actual scientists, paleontologists, and, and, and geologists and stuff who can study the rocks and go, well, this is where these rocks came from. And this is how they could have moved them. You know, it doesn't require an alien to do it. And, and, and yeah, again, I, 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 could, uh, saying, I can definitely see that. I'm, and again, I'm just asking the questions going, okay, these guys said these are the questions and I'm following up with them and I'm checking sources more than just what they're giving me. You know so here, I mean? here's the thing, man. I, I personally, and I've never, I personally don't think we're, we're the most intelligent life out there. I, I, so I really hope we're not because man, if we are, it's trouble, but I believe that there's definitely we are one planet with some life on it. With some life on it, yes. Yeah, with regardless of whatever happens in the rest of the universe has nothing to do with us. We got to take care uh, of what we have because this is all we got. A hundred percent. I think that I I agree with you a hundred percent. But the government has lately put out some, uh, you know, confidential. Um, information out for last, who geez, what is it? Eight years now. Okay. Um, they're coming out with every year with confidential uh, information that you know. Of course, we weren't allowed to see, but now they're letting us see stuff with UFOs, stuff with aliens, and trying to uh, confirm it. Now, if there's not alien life, you know, if aliens are not real, why would the government right. try to pull that? Well, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That's a good question. Um, whether you know if alien life exists or not, and whether the government's hiding or not, two completely different questions. So, do you see what I'm saying? I, mean, I, I am um, not saying that there's no chance in the world that other life exists out there. Um, but due to the you know the size of the cosmos we live in and all the other things, all the other factors that would be involved. The idea that another life form of a similar intelligence or advanced intelligence would find our little blue planet off in the middle of the side of nowhere, according to where we are in the greater universe. It, it, it seems unlikely. 
and and could there be a chance that you know some alien would have come across us on an accident sure i'm not saying there isn't i'm just saying there's no evidence that they have from what little i actually know about anything there's insufficient evidence to to my pea brain mind that this would actually be something and i don't spend a lot of time worrying about it i just find it fascinating when i come across somebody else who does you know what i mean that's definitely understandable like i said i i was uh probably a pretty big skeptic myself and then i had my own thing and then i stopped being a skeptic when i couldn't come up with a rational answer to what i saw what um, is your own thing that made you <clears throat> non-skeptical can you tell us so uh yeah I'll, I'll go into it uh so let me see back uh probably back when i was 23 years old i'm 39 now okay um me and my friend we used to go out on just you know random rides you know just go down a trail and, and go on like a, our own adventure and rides just uh, on what now are you on motorcycles? Uh, a car. We, well, most of the time they'll be in a truck, but th this particular time we were we were in her car. Are you in side roads? Are you on main roads? No, we were went from a main road to a side road that ended up being a, a, a dirt tra trail inside. Uh, okay. A state park. Okay. So this and, and area. Again, I'm asking. The only reason I'm going to interrupt you and ask questions is to, so I can further understand exactly what's going on. No, that's don't, fine. That's fine. Don't, that's, don't take that the wrong way. I just I want to I want to see the picture. I want to see the whole picture so I can understand. Go ahead. I'm with you. No problem. So we we this particular time we went about five miles down this road and then there's this huge huge puddle that I knew for sure her little dinky car was not making it through. Okay. So we turned it around and just stopped, hung out, talked talked a bit, looked at the stars, mm -hmm. and then. All of a sudden, this flash of light. So it's nighttime. It's nighttime, yes. It's probably, I'll say, uh, about 1230, 12, 1230. Mm -hmm. And we're in the Pine Barrens, and it's, it's, it's very, very dark when it, when it comes to that. So we're out trying this to look at the stars. This is New where Jersey. Texas, oh, New Jersey. Where in New Jersey? The Pine Barrens of Jersey, It's uh, where we were at, was between actually the border of – uh, Waretown, Barnegat, and Manchester. Um, <clears throat> so it was on a, the, the border of all three townships. So, so we go out there, New Jersey, drive around, and then we see a flash of light. Almost looked like somebody took a like a picture, but it had a super huge flash. That's how bright it was. So. We're both looking around. I'm thinking that somebody's out there going mud in their truck and, you know, we might be in a way. So I'm trying to find out where it's coming from. Look for a good five minutes. Couldn't find where this light came from. Okay. So we go back to what uh, we're doing. So summer, winter. When, when is this? This was during the fall time. Fall. So September, October, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right before uh, winter took full effect. Mm -hmm. So we're out there and uh, just talking again because we couldn't figure out. So we were, we were like, uh, whatever, they must have just passed by, whatever it was. 
big flash of light happened and you're you know, talking, just whatever. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So we go back to talking and then you ever get a feeling when somebody's like staring at you, looking at you? Yeah. Well, that feeling came over me. I'm like, man, what the hell? So I got up out of my like out of my seat to turn around. She's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I just want to double check to see if there's another truck coming. I didn't tell her that I felt somebody was, you know, look at me. One, because I, you know, right. might, might be a little weird <laughs> to explain. Right. No, so, no, and I'm I didn't want to freak her out. So yeah, I peeked back. I mean, right, yeah. No, definitely not. Uh, I peeked yeah. back and I looked directly behind us. And there's this, there's this thing I'll say that was darker than it actually was outside. Like it, hmm, it's, it's hard to so explain it. Let me ask. Twelve thirty at night. Mm-hmm. So it's it's dark. There's not a lot of there's no city lights available. No city lights at all anywhere. You're, close out, in the, to you're out in the wilderness in the dark. Uh, in rural New Jersey. Uh, twelve thirty at night. You had seen a flash of light earlier. Which, you know, for, you know, just throwing spitballing could have been a meteor. We get those all the time on the planet. Could have been some flashlight meteor flying through the sky or something like that that never hit ground or what have you. Um, something, some flash of light came by, and then a little later on, you're in the dark, and you can't really see very well, but you see something because you have this feeling. Well, I had a feeling that some, I, something was staring at me. So Okay. That's when I turned. I turned around and I wanted just to take a look. I'm with and you. I looked at it, and I, I probably uh, a good, a good two, probably a solid two minutes. I was sat there and trying to figure out what it, this was that I'm looking at. And I went through the list of first of all animals in my head that right. I know that are around in Jersey, from bear to coyote to deer, right. you know, moon stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's definitely not it. Uh, then and I was like, no oh, maybe. natural light available. It's just dark. No, it's just dark. Okay. Um, Go on. I'm with you. So I'm looking at it. I'm going through the checklist. I'm like, well, is this, maybe it's just a person, man. Right. Mm-hmm. With a, you know, one of those, uh, you see a ninja match things on in a, you know, a black outfit. Trying right. to be you funny. see a shape in the background somewhere. It was probably, I'm going to say, two feet behind the car. So and it was direct, directly behind the car. I'm, I'm in the, the right now, the front seat. Uh, I was in the front seat, turned around fully on the front seat. So you're in the car and you see something just outside the car. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. So I'm sitting there looking at it and I could see the features of this whatever it is, I could see the face, I could see where the eyes are, I could see where the nose is, I could see the, the mouth, but everything's just darker than the rest. Like you could just see that the shape of the face, darker than the outside. The shape of the body, again, just darker out of it, just pitch dark. I, I can't even okay. really describe it to you. You saw something. 
Yeah. So finally, I, I snap out of looking at this thing and I just turn my head real quick. I'm like, hey, could you do me a favor? Hit the back brakes real quick. Mm-hmm. So she said, sure. So she hit the back brakes. I turned back around. Whatever this was, decided to leave from the directly back of the car and peek its head out the side of the tree. And even with the back lights on, this thing was still, it, it just, it wasn't like it was highlighted. Like if you see a person in closure, you see them hi- highlighted. Okay. That wasn't the case. So I didn't tell her what I see. What was the case? I, what did you see? Uh, honestly, what I. Did I you, what did your brain tell you you saw? My brain tells me something that I saw something that, you know, we're not, I guess, really supposed to see. Okay. Whether it's, uh, I don't know, you could care, I guess you could call it whatever you want. People call it a shadow person or, or, or whatever it is. Um, that, that's, that's what they call it. So I turn back around. I say, hey, let's try to get out of here. You know, get them late. Let's head back. So she says, fine. I don't tell her that I've seen anything. We start driving. We end up getting stuck. So I tell her to lock the car. I got out the car. I told her on three, I'm going to push, pick, pick up and push at the same time and for her to hit the gas. So that's what we did. Picked up, pushed, got the car moving again. Made it back to the main road and then stopped. And she then confronted me about it. She goes, did you see that that black thing that was behind us? Right. That sh- that shadow thing. She and I looked saw at her, something I'm like, as well as you did. Yes. So that I looked at her. I'm like, well, what did okay. you see? Because I didn't. I didn't want to project what I saw onto what for, right. you know put it into her mind. So I, I had her go into her to details. It, yeah, it's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Let her describe what you saw, what she saw, so that you can kind of compare notes. I'm with you. Go on. Good thing. So then she she describes. You know the same exact thing. She goes, "Well, it's it's hard to explain." I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" She goes, "Well, she goes, it was dark outside, but it was darker than it, it was actually dark. You know, the, the darkness outside." And I looked at her. I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, what did you? What was it that you physically saw, though?" She goes, "Well, it looked like a person, possibly standing behind the car, and that's why I thought you wanted me to hit the lights, but it wasn't like it was like." A, you know, clothes, you could definitely tell somebody's wearing clothes. And I was like, all right. I said, well, what, what is it? She goes, I, I don't know. It, it looked like it was just some kind, kind of creature or being right behind the vehicle. And I was like, all right, well, I seen the same thing. Um, right. It, it confirmed it for me. So we both seen something that we couldn't rightfully explain. That I'm with you. And I understand. I have a question for you. And, and mm-hmm. I'm not being a jackass about this or anything like that. Um, do you understand what pareidolia is? No, go ahead. So pareidolia is essentially, um, I'm trying to think how to, how to explain this. Uh, it's the tendency to perceive a specific or meaningful image in a random, ambiguous visual pattern. Pareidolia is something that is, it has been, um, anth- I've studied anthropology 
for a long time in my life, and I'm an old fart. I'm considerably older than you are. Not that that means anything. But I've studied anthropology, and I understand that the evolution of our species has come from not only population mechanics, but the fact that uh, the parts of our population in that has seen or looked at a bush that moves in the wind and the ones of our species that will run away from that wind in the bush, thinking that it could be an animal, seeing something or running from that will then be the ones that will propagate more children and, 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 and make more of our species. And the ones, and, and whether it's a just the wind through the, the bush or if it's a tiger in the bush, doesn't matter. If it's a tiger in the bush and you don't run away, you get eaten. Those ones die out and they don't reproduce. The ones that see the bush move and imagine that it's something run away continue to live and reproduce and so therefore the trait of running away when you see something in a bush moving those are the ones that will propagate and make more and so that population then has a tendency to run away from a moving bush whether it's a, a lion in the bush or nothing in the bush do you understand where i'm going with this no, I can. I, I definitely see what you're saying, and I, I've heard of, of that before. It, so, the, but and, and and really, the thought process is to apply it to what you saw, and and just saying that the idea of pareidolia matches up with this genetic uh, feeling that if we see something that doesn't make sense, our brains will fill in the gaps. And that's where I was kind of trying to go with that story is our brains have the tendency to fill in the gaps of what we don't really understand completely. Our eyeballs are not that good. Our eyeballs are remarkably terrible. But what they what our brain does with the eyeball is fill in the gaps based on our experiences and knowledge and what we understand. And our eyeballs will say, this could be something and our brain goes, yeah, it's something we're getting the hell out or yeah, we're going to, we're going to take that shape and call it this. And that's something that we're afraid of. So we get the hell out. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's anthropolog anthropologically speaking. It is a fight or flight type situation where we see something and our brain says, yep, run. Or, nope, not a problem. And, you know, and, and I'm not trying to belittle anything that you've experienced. What I'm trying to say is there might be another explanation for it. And it could be 500,000 500, years of evolution. You know yeah, I mean, I mean you, you could have a point there. The only issue is if maybe if I didn't sit there and stare at it for two minutes and, and – then she's seen the same thing that I seen. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would count if it was just me that seen it. Well, um, it, for sure, that would count. It. That's that's why also, I'm more. Is she also it. a human? 
Is she also human? Well, she's human, but she's not a mind reader. We're we're not going to see the same no, exact no. thing. No, you might not see the same exact thing. But what our brain does is takes the feelings and transfers them into um and and again, I'm not a rocket brain scientist what have you. But I do understand a certain number of things. But what our brain will do is transfer information and turn it into something that we can understand and we're all from the same genetic base and we're going to see you know there will be similarities in what we see and maybe her thing wasn't exactly the same as yours and it might have been exactly the same as yours i'm just asking the question could it be possible that what you guys saw was not necessarily a figment of your imagination but you saw something and your brains turned it into something that you could recognize because no, that was... our, and, and, and again, I wasn't there. I don't understand. You know, I, I only know from what you've told me, but I'm just asking the question, could, could the two of you have had a similar experience because you both saw roughly the same thing and decided that in your brains were, of the same upbringing and what have you for the last 10,000 years because of where you live or what have you, or I don't know. It's, I'm just, again, it's just, I won't jump to, yeah, it was a bear dog or it was Bigfoot. What I'll jump to is it's possible that our brain saw something and interpreted it in a particular way and we still don't understand. And that's as far as my capacity is able to go is we still don't understand. See, my, I, would, I would say that would be possible if it was, say I seen a, well, we'll, we'll put it this way. Say if I looked at that bush, right, mm -hmm. that you're talking about, I looked at the bush and I seen a Bigfoot. Well, she looked at the bush and she seen a dog man. Okay. If it's two different things, then that's that's understandable. How if different we're, are those two things? If if we're how different? Now, how uh, different is Bigfoot? Because maybe her idea of what Dogman is is roughly what your idea of what Bigfoot is. Well, Bigfoot, on the other hand, I mean, is more description-wise, depending on where you get description. The description it either has a chronic head, egg-shaped head. Um, does not have canine ears or or snout. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, and, and and I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but the question isn't really what is Bigfoot and what is Bear Dog Man or whatever it was, but it's what's her perception of what she saw was and what's your perception of what you saw was. You call what you saw as as, as Bigfoot, and she calls what she saw is dog bear man or whatever. Um, but it could be the same bush or it could be the, the, the same, um, you know, bear that was actually there, you know, but our brains interpret each of your two brains interpreted it differently based on the experiences you've had 
up to the time of your age. See, I, I, I can't fully buy into that. Like I said, if it was, if, if I looked at the bush and seen a, a Bigfoot, she seen a dog, man, and it was really, we'll say a, uh, a pig. Right. Then we're both wrong, right? We're both we're seeing both things. Wrong. We're both projecting. Uh, we're both projecting things. That's not really there. You know, and you're both performing pareidolia where your, your brains fill in the gaps. You know, I mean, I uh, here, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you to do this at some point within the next seven to 10 days, because I really love, I love this conversation. And thank you for letting me on, by the way. Uh, I I enjoy talking. Because you're making me think, and I love thinking. Okay. Um, But what I'd like you to do is, is look at the idea of, again, pareidolia and look look up the definition look up and watch a couple of youtube channel things on what what happens when people see things and you know just do some fun little goofy research just to play around with it it doesn't have to be you know a scientific paper on any of this that and the other or how the brain works this that and the other but understand that there is a possibility that the way our mind works isn't linear. It, it, our, no, our there's, it's definitely a possibility. I, I agree with you. Our brain's filling the gaps. I and actually, I know what it is. I did when you first said it, and it's yeah. probably because I've been up, did a thirteen-hour day, and I've already did seventy hours this week. Uh, you're, um, I get it. I'm but you. once you started explaining to it, it clicked on. It clicked exactly what it is. Yeah. And you're right. It, that does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I know it's happened to me. Definitely, you could. Uh, well, I, I know, can't even tell you how many times I would look at like a tree, and I, I th- thought I seen yeah. like uh, like well, a, a bear a or something. And I have to double shape. check. You see a different shape than she sees. Yeah, I had a girlfriend who who in high school, and she th- was sold out to the idea that there were ghosts watching her at her house, and I'm like, you're freaking crazy. I can't believe you actually think this. And then she went through and described all these things of what happened. And I'm like, well, you know, it's an old house and these things happen and, you know, stuff creaks and this and that. And and in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, we're not dating any longer. But (laughs) it took about 12, it took about 12 minutes to me to figure out, but um, nice girl, but she, really bought into that stuff and i'm like okay well uh, there's gotta be there's gotta be a certain amount of evidence that you need to add up to yeah this is actually what it is and it's not that i don't completely believe in ghosts it's not that i don't believe in angels or devils i don't but the only reason I don't is because there's just insufficient evidence that any of these things actually exist. Yes. And it's and definitely going to be started on, super, don't get super me started hard. on God and the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on God or the Bible is there's just insufficient evidence for any of this stuff. It, I'm not disparaging anyone who does, but just don't tell me that I have to. Um, that's definitely you know understandable I mean? though. You know, and, and and this is why I, 
you have been a wonderful host. I will tell you that. Um, well, I definitely I appreciate the that. Conversation. I can't wait to talk about this more. Well, I definitely appreciate you uh, coming on and talking to me, man. I, I like people that, if regardless if we have different ideas or different views, that can go back and forth and talk back and forth like uh, human beings should uh, with a mutual yeah, respect. Exactly. That's, that's what I enjoy. And that, that's the bottom line is, is I don't disparage you for what you think you saw. I, that's not the, the, the point is for me to ask questions and go, well, really, what, what did you see? And I don't know everything. I could be totally wrong and I'm fine with that. And going into a conversation going, I could be wrong is a great way to start a conversation to me. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, that's, that's how discourse goes back and forth. And I, I, I really do appreciate, uh, you let me, uh, join you. Um, this has been fun as hell. I would well, that's definitely no problem at, at really any time. Fun. Um, <clears throat> all I anytime you want to pop on something. and then discuss something with me, I'm more than happy. Hmm. I am just, I, I was just happy to ask questions and make you think. You know what I mean? You Definitely. Rock. All right. Well, you can hang up on me on any time and take over your show. I'm sorry I hogged all your time. <laughs> well, it got busy, and then I was – because right when I was getting off, so I appreciate hanging on. Uh, definitely made the show uh, a yeah. bit on the better side. like having a two-way conversation. So, again, anytime you want, feel free to pop on. I'm uh, going well, to get ready to – I just the follow button. Yeah, I just I just hit the follow button, and and oh. if I may, um, just for God bless you, um, a, a a minor plug, I would like to see you join us uh, because Eric would love the hell out of you, my my partner in our low standards and poor show on Podbean. Um, follow our low standards and poor show. We we come on Thursday nights at eight around eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays, but he so was seven o'clock central time. I'll be there. Yes. Wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're give or take five, 10 minutes because we're, we're never ready. We are unprepared, unprofessional and, and useless, but we love talking music. And once in a while we'll go off the deep end and just talk about crazy shit, depending on whoever joins us in the show. And if you join us and you want to talk about something else, Eric will jump on it and he will love to talk to you. But, you know, like I said, feel free to join us. And then after that, we'll join you. Well, I'd, I'll definitely, uh, uh, definitely know. like to do that. Hopefully I can get off of work early and uh, be able to jump on and, and uh, have a nice little discussion with these guys. Uh, we get a lot of fun. And like I said, I do appreciate the – we, this has been a honest discourse back and forth. Nobody's yelled at anybody and we, we've been um, good and happy and fun and ask questions and learn something about each other. Good stuff. I dig it. I dig it. Yes, man. sir. So, so Bill, said, one more time, where can my listeners find you? Yeah. Cause once I publish this, I got, I get about like a good 300 people that download this. Um, so no where shit. can they find you and your You're podcast? Famous, man. 
Yeah, I wish. <laughs> we are low standards. and You're freaking – well, you know, number one, we're low standards and pours, and we're typically 8 o'clock Thursday nights, Eastern Standard Time, live. And you can find us on low standards and pours on Podbean, iTunes, and all the other shit where – iTunes throw, or wherever everybody else throws us. But um, we have just a ton of fun talking tunes with each other and shooting the crap. And uh, anybody who shows up and joins the show, we like to try and be as interactive as possible, questions, this and that, and let people join us. We is a unprofessional, unprovoked, uh, unscripted show. We just we have a good time, and um, you would ask the question, and and I lost my train of thought because I'm already like seven shots of scotch into this evening, um, and that's why we call ourselves low standards and pours, P O U R S. Nice. Because there you we go. Pour a lot. Um, he's in the. Uh, we're both in the finance industry in a general sense. And so there is standard and pours, which is your standard uh, investment company, whatever, blah, 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 standard and pours. And so we are low standards and pours. Um, so that's our little uh, tongue in cheek kind of thing. But we really just, in, we enjoy talking and having a good time with people and doing unscripted shows and having a great time. Well, that's definitely like awesome. Thursday nights, uh, 8 p.m. ish, usually. So, guys, you can find Bill 8 p.m. ish on low standards and pours. Definitely check him out. If you list, if you like this conversation, go ahead, shoot over to Bill's podcast and uh, give it a listen to. And maybe you could uh, even get on and, and share your views with Bill. And let's see, uh, see if you could change his mind, guys. That would be fun. I would enjoy someone trying to do that. I, again, I'm always interested in new ideas. You, well, Bill, sir, thank you very much. And I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I dig it. You have been fun. I really appreciate you letting me uh, ramble on your show. And this has been a great conversation. And I really like the fact that we were uh, cordial with each other. And there was no um, animosity. It was just asking questions, talking, having a discussion. That is how our life should be. Just really, everybody, go out there and be good with each other. Be good to each other. A hundred percent. Be kind. Be courteous. Wear your mask. Do the things that we're supposed to do. Just suck it up. It'll be over soon. Do the things we're supposed to do is a regular people in, in a society that we treat each other right. Wear a mask, get your shots, be immunized, do all the right things. Don't believe in the flat earth. Yes, definitely don't believe in the flat earth. I could agree with Bill 100% on that. Drink more Guinness. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm right there too. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. Hey, I was really impressed the fact that I did not use any curse words whatsoever. And I appreciate uh, low that. And pours, yeah, low standards and pores are a little less uh, family friendly. Let me just put it to you that way. So that's your warning, folks. If you're going to head over there, 
put the kids to bed. Uh, we're just, yeah, we're fun and goofy, and we just have a great time. And if you don't like us, don't follow us. And if you do, if you find us the cut of your jib, join us every Thursday, and we'll just have a great time. It'd be silly. We always talk about something goofy, and we try and do some kind of quiz to get people to to join in and answer questions about music and this, that, and the other. Nice. So, well, Bill, man, I appreciate you coming out. on. I appreciate you talking uh, for sure. I'm going to start uh, queuing up to head out, and I'm going to say my final thoughts in a minute. So if you want to hang, hang on by and listen to them, I'm done. I'll, um, I, yeah. I, I, like, I like being uh, – I, I like being like a being little courteous? bit on the nice side. Just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a courteous guy. Unless unless somebody gets me very yeah. mad, and I'm different then. Well, it muted you, but that's not what I was trying to do. It doesn't want to work with me. Any, <laughs> oh, there we go. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Bill. Man, I appreciate it. And as per normal, guys, man, this is what I say all the time. Listen, the world's a rough enough place. We don't need to be any rougher on each other. Let's all be nice to each other. You know, like I say, if you see a little old lady that needs help across the street, go ahead and give her a hand. Or if you see an elf on the shelf that cannot reach that top shelf, go ahead and help her out. Until next time, folks, take care, and I'll see you on the flip side.